0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the search is on for a new person to lead U.S. Capitol Police. Some members of Congress want the president to adopt a larger defense budget. And DHS is looking for ideas on finding and keeping cybersecurity experts. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The three-member board that oversees security at the U.S. Capitol has started looking for a new permanent police chief. The search will be nationwide. Acting Chief Yogananda Pittman has been leading the department since just after the Capitol Hill riots on January 6th. The former chief and the sergeants at arms for the House and Senate resigned in the aftermath of the security breach. The $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief bill the Senate passed this weekend also includes some help for government contractors. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The measure includes an amendment sponsored by Senators Mark Warner and Marco Rubio that's meant to keep critical personnel on contractors' payrolls even when they can't report to their normal work sites because of COVID restrictions. That provision, known as Section 3610, was originally part of last year's CARES Act, but it was due to expire at the end of this month. The new relief bill extends it through the end of September. The final package is still subject to a House vote later this week. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Top House Republicans are making a plea to the Biden administration for a bigger military budget. Federal News Network. Scott Masioni has those details. Eight Republican members of the House Armed Services Committee want the president to increase the defense budget by 3-5% for 2022. That would put the budget around $800 billion. In a letter to President Biden, the lawmakers say the defense budget needs to increase at the rate of inflation and that the United States is facing unprecedented international threats. Detractors of that argument say the Pentagon will need to learn to do more with less and point out how the military is consistently failing audits and how it spends money. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. President Joe Biden has nominated two female generals to four-star commands after Pentagon officials purposefully delayed their promotions until a new administration took over. The nominations for General Jacqueline Van Ost to lead the Transportation Command and Lieutenant General Laura Richardson to become the head of Southern Command were put forth last week. The New York Times reports former Defense Secretary Mark Esper and chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley withheld the personnel moves while President Trump was in office, though. Two owners of government contracting firms in Texas pled guilty to defrauding agencies by claiming they were service-disabled veteran-owned businesses when they were not. The Justice Department says Michael Weibracht of San Antonio, Texas, and Ruben Villarreal, also of San Antonio, fraudulently obtained more than $250 million from agencies between 2004 and 2017. As part of the scheme, Wiebracht and others installed Villarreal, a service-disabled veteran, as the owner of a general construction company and then bid on set-aside contracts. Webrack and other co-conspirators, however, had financial and operational control over the construction company the whole time. The disagreement between GAO and OMB over what is a data center continues to simmer. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. The Government Accountability Office offered muted praise for the Federal Data Center Consolidation Initiative in its sixth report on the nearly eight-year-old effort. GAO highlighted agency progress in closing or planning to close 230 data centers and saving more than a billion dollars in fiscal 2019 and 2020. But auditors also say OMB's decision to change the definition of data centers in 2019 excluded about 4,500 of them and left agencies at risk of cyber attack. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Interior Department is rescinding the previous administration's policies that required scientists to base their decisions on the best publicly available science. The previous administration says the policy was a step towards transparency. Interior Today says career scientists never reviewed the policy and requiring interior partners to publish their data prevented the department from using sensitive data to make decisions or enter into contracts for cutting-edge research. Acting Interior Secretary Scott De La Vega says bureaus should review their activities and take steps to roll back any policies that complied with the 2018 order. Agencies have new directions to re-engage and reopen collective bargaining contracts with federal employee unions. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Office of Personnel Management says agencies should immediately stop any actions that implemented the previous administration's 2018 workforce executive orders. President Biden repealed those orders with one of his own on his third day in office. OPM says agencies should revisit bargaining agreements and negotiate new ones with federal unions. Agencies in the middle of negotiations now should take a similar approach." Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Homeland Security Department is asking for feedback from vendors on how it should pay in-demand cybersecurity experts. DHS is standing up a cybersecurity talent management system and is offering a contract award to support its new cybersecurity compensation system. DHS says both projects rethink long-held theories about how the federal government recruits and retains cybersecurity talent. Vendors have until March 9th to comment on the request for proposals. DHS expects to make the contract award April 29th. DHS signs off on a new rule to stem shipments of illegal drugs. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The rule empowers Customs and Border Protection to help the Postal Service stem the delivery of illegal opioids in the mail. The regulation will enforce the 2018 Synthetics, Trafficking, and Overdose Prevention, or STOP Act, which requires advanced electronic data on all international packages coming into the United States. CBP under the Stop Act was supposed to finalize the rule by October 2019, but the agency didn't even submit its proposal to the Office of Management and Budget until a year past the deadline. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White.